preservation of our soul shine I can feel it yours and mine close your eyes and witness it inside in your bones you will know trust and let go Thank you to everyone joining today. We're having another episode of All Things in the Name of Love. I appreciate your patience and compassion as I learn live streaming. Uh, today I have with me Jason Mangan, who is an amazing, I don't even know how to describe it, you're a being of light, um, who happens to have a background in nutrition and spiritual counseling and growth and I'm just tickled pink. Um, I met him a couple months ago and there was such a deep resonance between us and we're definitely soul connected for many, many lifetimes. And I just wanted to introduce you and talk about like who you are and why you were called to do this journey and wherever it goes from here is amazing. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Erica, for having me on. Um, I'm very humbled and very honored to be on here. Um, I've done many podcasts in the past before. I've done many interviews in the past before, and I'm just incredibly thankful to be on this podcast. Um, but yeah, it's, um, you know, um, shoot, I'm almost 40 years old, you know, and uh, I currently live here in Houston, Texas. I've been in Texas now for about three years and um, absolutely enjoy Texas. Um, I'm originally from Arizona, was born and raised there, lived there for about 30 years, lived in Chicago for about five years. Um, I've traveled all across the world. So I've had apprenticeships, you can say. I've been an apprentice under a few, um, you know, business colleagues of mine and spiritual mentors of mine and holistic doctors of mine just traveling the world trying to investigate and experience life and uh, try to figure out what it, what's you know what love is you know what what truth is and how our bodies really operate how our minds really operate um how our spiritual bodies really operate and what does consciousness even mean you know um do we have a soul do we not have a soul so literally at a very young age um I was just a very sensitive child. You know, I was a very sensitive child and I asked a lot of deep questions and I just felt like a lot of these deep questions weren't being thoroughly answered in the most truthful and the most loving way. Mm -hmm. So I decided to become my own investigator. I decided to become my own doctor, to become my own scientist, to become my own personal journalist. And um, once I, once I started, you know, taking full 100% responsibility of my life and not relying all of my power and all of my answers to other outside authority figures, that's when life really started changing for me. Um, and um, yeah, at the age of 21, um, when 9-11 happened, like before even 9-11 happened, I was still questioning things and trying to put things in pieces and try to put the puzzle pieces together. And, and trust me, I don't have the whole puzzle piece together. I'm still figuring it out. I'm mm -hmm. not perfect. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not some sort of guru. I'm my own guru. Right. But once 9-11 once happened, 
that's when like a huge conscious shift started kind of like erupting in me mm-hmm. um, because I started noticing um, hidden agendas um, that were being played out on mainstream media. I started noticing personal interests that were being played out. I started noticing certain things that just made me feel really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And one of the major things that made me feel really uncomfortable was there were many people's lives being lost, people being mm-hmm. murdered. Right? Yeah. And so when, for me, being such a sensitive child and being such a, an empath, I started feeling very uncomfortable with the society that I, that I lived in. Mm-hmm. Um, and the norms that take place in society, the things that we don't really question, but we really live through like this obedient servitude um, slave system. And I just didn't want to be a part of it any longer. Like I've seen, I saw too much. I've seen too much. I've investigated too much. And that's when my real journey started happening was around 20 or 21 years old. Um, wow. And then that's when. Yeah, all, all kinds of things just started changing. Um, but yeah, that was like a major event of mine that yeah. really changed, not just on a physical level, but on a spiritual level, mm-hmm. um, on a psychological level, on an emotional level, um, even on a nutritional level. Because I started noticing that the foods that I was eating as a child was really affecting the chemistry of my body. It was affecting mm-hmm. the communication of my body. It was affecting my mindset. It was affecting how I felt about myself, how I felt other peop- about other people. And then that's when I started gravitating a little bit more around nutrition, um, what, you know, what plants to eat, what to stay away from, what to let go. Um, you know, um, and just one, I wanted to detoxify myself as much as possible, not on a physical level, but I wanted to detoxify myself on all facets of level so mm-hmm. I could expand my consciousness and really, really um, understand how life is really operating and functioning from all levels. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm having a lot of fun doing it right now. Yeah, what I've noticed is, so I've been, um, I've been, I've been intermittent fasting for two months now, um, eighteen to twenty hours a day, and um, fasting, water fasting. I've done four in six weeks between 24 and 48 hours and my amazing. taste buds. Yeah. It's just it's so amazing because like, I feel like I, I get a deeper connection. Mm-hmm. Like I'm able to intuitively feel things. I'm being guided more about what my next step is in my path. Um, my, my taste buds have changed. Now I've been eating plant-based for about two years it was a long process of divesting myself of all the other foods. Um, so for me to go from plant-based to even more like, okay, what's next? I was doing like um, a plant-based protein powder, which was fine for until I started fasting. And all of a sudden, body's like, you're done. What is going on? And it's this process of, for me, it's all it's all intuitive eating and like, what does my body want right now in this moment? And the more I pay attention, the more I'm able to listen and give it what it needs. So it can be this conduit of energy that I am and that everyone is. And uh, when I went down to Shasta a couple of weeks ago, I got spoiled by the water. And now I'm like, I need Shasta water. <laughs> Jealous. 
I'm absolutely <laughs> dead. No, I've never been to Mount Shasta, but I definitely want to definitely want to go. It's it's calling my name. Trust me, like it's it's been calling my name for the last five years. That's awesome. I'm, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get there. You will get there because I'm gonna have a space down there and you can stay. So. <laughs> oh, Fantastic. Yeah, no, but I'm like, so glad you brought up fasting. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't bring this up in my background, but you know, I've been a vegan now for 20 years. I've been experimenting as a raw vegan now for five years. Mm. And through 20 years, I've been doing intermediate, intermediate fasting, juice fasting, water fasting, dry fasting. I'm currently on a, a four-day dry fast right now. That's so I've had no fascinating. No food for four days. And um, you're absolutely right. Um, your body knows exactly what it needs, how much it needs based on a proportionate of what it needs. And, um, you know, ultimately, your life is about having fun and growing higher and higher, infinitely, unconditionally to the next level. It's a game. It's a game of growing in love. It's a game of expanding your consciousness. It's all a game. And you and I have the ability to create our own rules. Now, we can create our own rules while we're doing it on the negative side, where there's evil and greed and suffering and torture. Or you can play with the rules on the positive side, where there's unlimited abundance, richness, wealth, happiness, peace, and freedom. But you create the rules. Right. And so, you know, when, when you're fasting, you got to understand that our bodies are these bio chemical computer programs they're computers that's all they are they're computers and so you know when you're connecting with these subtle energies with the air and the sun and the the astrology of these wandering lights that move around us right when you're connecting with nature with your bare feet i walk bare feet 99 percent of my life i touch everything with my bare hands and what you're doing is when you're fasting you're breathing in, they call it prana, which is basically electromagnetic frequency, which is air, which is your breath. You're focusing on your breath and you're literally getting this divine nutrition from your breath, from your hands and from your feet, from your body. Your body is a holistic, organic computer programming machine that collects what? It collects data, information and memory. It's the most sophisticated, most divinely intelligent, computer software program. So, you know, I, I love superfoods. I love plant-based foods. Like I eat raw, organic superfoods, the best out there, right? I can only handle a certain amount. I, can, I can't handle a lot because I'm so, I'm so focused on these subtle energies on another level of breathing it in and touching it. Like my body is getting most of its nutrition from breath from nature, from the natural elements of the world that we live in. So your body doesn't need a lot of energy coming from another outside source, from physical plants that are basically on a, I would say like on a, they're high vibration plants, mm -hmm. but it's still on a lower vibrational um, energy platform. You know, when yeah. you start going through, when you start fasting, then, you know, you're, you're, upgrading a whole nother game and then this gives you the ability to be downloaded by incredible information communication data energies light codes that expands your consciousness and your clarity not on, not on just a physical level but on an emotional and spiritual level and you actually gain more talents and gifts while going through these fasts 
Yeah, I definitely felt that. So I, before I went to Shasta, I had one weekend of 24 and two of 48 and then a week off. And then I went to Shasta and I think I started Purium that week. So um, like my body was like prepped for clean, for cleaning. Um, and then I had this really profound spiritual experience to the point where everything that was, that I thought I was going to be doing before I left doesn't, it's not relevant anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, what? And, and that's what happens when we clean ourselves out of what isn't us. And it's emotionally, it's spiritually, it's physically, and they all go together. Yep. And, and it all starts with like, how, how well am I treating my body temple to be able to receive this, this understanding of who I really am, which is yeah. a divine being, which we all are, which yep. is a gift, but we have to get off the programming mm-hmm. of what we eat, you know, like eating three meals a day. That's just something somebody told us to do. Right. All programmed. They're all right. programs. Right. <laughs> Spring water, really much, much better than anything you can get out of a tap. Yes. Yeah. You know, and you get you, you know, you're hitting it right on the point. You know, um, our it's all consciousness. Mm-hmm. And you're all you're playing with it. Like we're it's just, you know, it's and it's been scientifically proven too. Like I know a lot of the stuff that we say, like it, it might not come from a science background or it's not coming from research or, but this has all been proven. They they have technology that actually shows that you have energies, vibrations, and frequencies being projected, being given and receiving through the power of your brain. Like that, they have technology that shows that the, by the power of your thoughts, you can change the water crystals in your water. You can, and if you change, if yeah, if you change the water crystals in your water, what is that doing for the water or the blood that's inside of you? Mm-hmm. you know well, and given how given how much of us is water. Hold on, real quick. Like, let me shut my window. Yeah, real quick. yeah. I, I had some. I have some. Uh, construction workers working in my backyard right now and they're making a little noise but oh, go ahead okay. so like we're what 80 percent water yeah yeah we're about 75 percent so, water mm-hmm. so i take this i bless it every time i fill it up and i pray for the highest love to be infused in this so that as i drink it every cell in my being awakens to the love that is me within and so then I drink it with reverence because I know that I'm drinking blessed water. Who blessed it? I did because I'm divine. And when we do that, when we recognize that we have the power to bring in this, this, this beautiful energy that we're all created by and with to support us, it becomes this magical experience of how much more like what else is sacred like how many things are sacred in my life right now and and slowing down enough like let's see is tongue sacred yep it is like so paying attention and going like slowing down out of that programming into really feeling 
it's just it's just a wild experience because then you realize that you really are more than you perceive yourself to be oh yeah yeah we're much more than this physical body and it's all spiritual like this moment is sacred mm-hmm. you know the tongue is sacred the way we our perception creates our reality our perception is reality and that's how powerful it is and um, people say you know we're living in a dream you're absolutely right you have the power to create a nightmare or you have the power to create heaven mm-hmm. and most people create nightmares because mm-hmm. they're not willing to take responsibility um, of their emotional journey their physical journey their spiritual journey they're not willing to be seekers of truth and if you're not willing to be seekers of truth you're just going to follow the programs that were instilled to you by your family generational line, by mm-hmm. cultures, by belief systems, by people, other, other people's assumptions and opinions. And it's okay. Like everyone has their freedoms and free will and we love you and we accept you for who you are. But if you truly want bliss and happiness in life, you're going to have to take some work and you're going to have to start investigating things that are completely out of the norm. But when you when you really understand it, it it's actually so simplified and it's so basic that we like to intellectualize everything. And really, it's very simple. Like, it's yeah. all so simple. Like, if you really just focus on the breath and the mind and staying in your body, staying in your emotions and connecting with nature, you're solid. Mm-hmm. Like, you're absolutely solid. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's an amazing ride to be on. I'm having a lot of fun doing it. And uh, I'll consistently have a lot of fun doing it because I love learning. I love growing. And, you know, and then I, as I'm growing, I love teaching this um, to others as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I notice every time, like if I'm not outside every day, I feel it. And yeah. when I'm outside, um, I used to manage a community garden and there's this big cedar at the base of it and she's she's grandmother cedar to me and the guidance and the acceptance and the security i feel from being in the presence of her is so profound because i see her as a sentient being who's in my field to support me and i support her in ways that i can support and like what matters next to that? Like really, what really matters? Like if I'm getting guidance from a tree, if I can receive a hug from a friend for five minutes and just be in the presence of that love, what matters? You know what I mean? No, it's so beautiful. And and this is this is why it's so very important for people to clean up from the inside out. Because as you clean out, as you clean out all those parasites and those worms and those and all that candida and all the toxins and poisons and chemicals that we literally accumulate every day of our lives, right? Back from vaccinations and we eat it, we drink it, we breathe it in, we put it on our skin, underneath our armpits and our hair. All of that is blocking off that beautiful communication that you can have with nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that you can have with nature. And once you clean, once you clean all of that out, like you're opening up an incredible, infinite dialogue that doesn't come from words. It comes from emotions and feelings. Mm-hmm. 
know, and emotions and feelings is 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 the true communication of everything. And so literally you can connect to the animals and to the insects and to your soil, to your garden and to the tree and really understand what nature is communicating to you and how you can communicate to nature and how you guys can both give and receive a sustainable, loving, in harmony lifestyle with, with each other. You know, so so it's so very important to, to clean up your diet, to clean up your emotional injuries. Yeah. And then to keep it real, to keep it really real, the root cause of everyone's pain and suffering, the root cause of everyone's pain and suffering, their diseases, illnesses, and sicknesses, is they have a lot of suppressed and denied energy, emotions and feelings inside of them. A lot of suppressed anger and rage and frustrations, annoyances, fears, terrors. And the root cause is the root cause of their deep grief, their sadness. They're not allowing their physical body, this computer program, to cry. So they've suppressed all this energy. And if you suppress all this energy with all of this um, tension and depression, these energy blockage stops the flow of movement in your internal organs, in your blood, in your heart, your brain. And this is what creates heart attacks, strokes, leukemia, obesity, sexual issues, pornography, alcohol issues, you name it, there's all kinds of addictions that we run to yeah. if we're suppressed denying our pain. Well, and so and, that's the root of everything. And what I've learned in body talk is that the lungs hold a consciousness of grief. So, and lungs are integral to crying. Yep. So how are you breathing? Are you inhaling through your nose and holding, you know, inhaling five seconds, holding five seconds, exhaling five seconds and hold, you know, pausing again, because that's the deeper level of connecting because then your lungs and your diaphragm can expand into the capacity of air that is the prana that wants to come through you, but you have to let yourself cry and it's oh, okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. So it's, 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 oh, I say it, it's, the number one gift that I try to teach to other people is just allow themselves to be open, raw, truthful, and honest. Like you gotta be brutally honest about who you really are, what you've really done, and what you've allowed others to do to you. And when you come to that true essence and that true presence of being brutally honest with you, yourself, you can, you can finally see all of the unloving things that were done to you in your childhood in your family generational line and you can finally awaken to all of the unloving things that you have done to yourself to others to animals insects our environment and your own personal relationship with this almighty source creator this all intelligent masculine feminine oversoul creator that most people call god your lack of relationship with her him this entity right and um once you become brutally honest um, that that's like the first like foundational step for you to build an incredible skyscraper of divinity of celestial angelic presence where you can really have a true conversation with yourself and others without hiding or putting on a facade or multiple masks to try to hide from your grief. You know, your, your, your vulnerability and your honesty and your rawness is actually your true power. Your true power. Yeah. And that's, that's such a, 
for me, I've been on this for 11 years um, and took a vow of peace about five years ago, maybe longer than that. Anyways, it was like this, I numb myself out because I'm a sensitive being. And when the first step was when my dad died, then the second step was a Paris bombings. And all of a sudden I realized that I had just completely shut myself off to survive in the world. So I get it. I totally get it because there's so like, if you're an empath, this is a really rough place to be. If you don't have the awareness to know that you're actually in, in charge of the thoughts you have. And so as I've been going deeper and deeper and deeper and uncovering all the programming, um, I think Don Miguel Ruiz has this quote that's uh, humans are the most domesticated creatures on yeah. the planet. And we are because we have thought, right? You can control thought. Others can program you with thought. Educational systems can control you with thought. The government can control you with thought. Media can control you with thought. And when you pause and you actually start listening to that quiet sound in your heart, that space that says, what about, or this feels, or just, you know, just being present. Like, what does it feel to your heart to say yes? Like feel what it feels like in your heart to feel a yes. Feel what it feels like for your heart to say no. You're going to feel an expansion and a constriction respectively. And that's where you can start to find out what your soul wants instead of what everybody else wants you to be, which is not who you are. Yeah. 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 It's quite amazing. You know, it's, the truth is everyone is, we've been lied to about everything. Mm -hmm. And so how does that make you feel? When I, first, when I first started this journey on my emotional journey and I started being incredibly honest about myself, mm -hmm. the first layer that I had to feel through was I had tremendous amount of anger, mm -hmm. a tremendous amount of rage. And most people have this. And, you know, it's, it can be very challenging for someone that's on the spiritual path or maybe might be religious or you might not be spiritual or you might not be religious. Mm -hmm. But a lot of us have been trained and programmed and taught that it's not OK to be angry. Mm -hmm. It's OK to be angry. It's OK to be rageful. What's not OK is when you start harming yourself, you're harming your environment or you're harming other people because you're angry. So how do we. How do we feel through the anger and rage? You know, how do we feel through the fears and terrors? Once you start noticing that we've been lied to about everything, everything, right? And, that, and that's very frustrating. So you know, what I recommend to people is when, when, you, first, when you first get on this journey of, of self-healing, you, you just gotta allow yourself to fully experience all of your emotions based on what your law of attraction is showing you. Because you're being communicated every day. In every moment of your life, you're being communicated in your workspace with your coworkers, your spouse, your children, you name it. You're always being communicated to and you're always communicating on a nonverbal presence through energy and vibration, through emotions. It's all through emotions. And so if you feel like you're getting emotionally triggered on something, just breathe 
consciously be in your space and just allow yourself to feel through the emotion. Now, if you feel like you're if you feel like you're getting angry, remove yourself from the situation and allow yourself to allow your physical body to explode, allow your emotions to explode, get it out. It took me five years to get most of my rage out. I did a lot of cursing. I did a lot of yelling. I did a lot of beating the crap out of my van in the back seat in my garage. So I wouldn't wake up my kids in the house at three o'clock in the morning. So, you know, I did a lot of just yelling and screaming and you're going to go through so many different, you know, situations, certain childhood memories might pop up, Mm -hmm. certain experiences might pop up and you just allow it to go in and out, just in and out. And then eventually what will happen is you'll get down into like, ooh, ooh, I'm angry because I'm trying to control someone or I'm angry because I want something and I can't have it or I'm angry because... I can't fulfill an addiction because I know it's completely unloving for me, but I still want it, but I'm very frustrated. But it's like, and then, and then eventually you get down into your fears. Wait a minute. Like I'm afraid of something. What am I afraid of? Well, I'm afraid of, I might lose my spouse. If I tell her the truth, I'm afraid that, you know, I might lose my job if I really tell them how I feel about my workspace or whatever it is. You might be afraid of death. That's huge. Afraid of the spiritual world. That's another. Afraid of torture. Afraid of murder. Afraid of heights. Like there's thousands of fears that eventually you need to feel through. And then eventually you'll get down to the root cause of your grief, which usually is a lack of love for yourself, a lack of love for others, and a lack of love for your environment. And then once you start, you can grieve these emotions out and you can start crying, your law of attraction will change and you will want, you'll have a stronger desire to take care of yourself and you'll stay away from the processed foods. You'll stay away from the negativity and the gossip and the trauma and the dramas. You might, you might lose a family, you might lose some friends, but that's all part of the journey because eventually they'll come back around in the next five years, 50 years, 500 years, or 5,000 years. Eventually we all come back around and we start playing again. Mm -hmm. But right now you're making a conscious decision and choice. I am going to love myself better. And if you're going to love yourself better, that means I'm going to love others better. So, yeah. And it's, it's, I've noticed in my own journey as, as I've gotten more grounded in myself and connected to my divinity, I'm speaking a language that some friends don't actually understand at all because I'm feeling that divine truth is coming through and I know I hurt people's heads, but the ones that resonate with me hear it. And so it's this fascinating journey of still loving the ones that can't hear me anymore where they're at and not have the attachment for their outcome, which has been part of my spiritual journey is like removing all the codependency in my ancestral an ancestral line. Um, so like, what does it feel like to be speaking my divine truth that may or may not resonate? How does it feel to love myself enough to not fear judgment, to not fear losing? Because ultimately we're all connected anyways. 
And the one that we're hurting the most when we don't speak our truth is ourselves. Yeah, correct. You know, and that's a, th those are just a n more emotions that just need to be felt through. Fear of judgment just needs to be felt through. Fear of rejection, fear of being unloved, fear of being disliked. That this is all, this is all part of the journey of health and wellness, of mm -hmm. spiritual development, of soul development. And, um, you know, when, when you're on this journey, sometimes it can feel a little lonely at times because you're progressing and you're losing people, you're surrendering to certain things, you're letting go of things and toxic people, toxic foods, toxic drinks, toxic addictions. Um, but in all reality, you're never alone. You know, you have incredible, beautiful nature. You have incredible, beautiful spirit guides that have always been with you. And then, of course, you have the almighty source creator that is watching down on you, too, trying to give you loving messages. Hey, Erica, you're doing an amazing job. Keep it up. You know, and then you have these divine celestial angelic beings that have just a little bit more love and truth in us. And they're doing the same thing. They're cheering us on. They're like, you're doing it, Erica. Great job. Like, she's doing it. She's processing her emotions. She's eating better. Yeah. You know, she's not judging herself any longer. Like, she's really, like, being gentle and soft and, you know, caring. And the more you're gentle and soft on yourself, it's, yeah. it's a ripple effect. You're just going to be more um, soft and gentle on others, yep. you know. And what this is the true, this is the true um, experience of emotional forgiveness and emotional repentance. Mm -hmm. When you allow yourself to fully feel through your emotions, now you understand how to forgive yourself and how to forgive others because now you've grieved all the pain. Now you get it. You understand it. Mm -hmm. and, and, and as you're feeling through your own repentance and crying out all of the shame and the guilt and all of the physical, mental and spiritual, sexual and emotional harm that you've caused yourself and others, now you're going through your own personal repentance. And once you start grieving out the root cause of your pain, you'll never, ever want to do that again. And you'll never want to surround yourself with people like that mm -hmm. again as well. And yeah. then another thing happens is, you'll have more compassion. Yeah. You have more compassion for others and you have more understanding for others. You're more patient with others mm -hmm. because you know exactly where they're at. You can right. feel their pain. You can feel their tox toxic life because you were once there. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to accept it and allow it any longer. You can love them from a distance. Right. But you understand and you have more compassion for them yeah. and you can actually see them more of a, a meditational energetic prayer Mm -hmm. towards their way so they can actually be more conscious to ask, ask deeper questions within so they can start healing themselves with, with our creator. Mm -hmm. And it really yeah. is, it really is. Each being has the opportunity to go through this journey journey. And that's actually why we're here is to remember who we really are. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And that gift of just like what's coming through with me is I used to be an historian and I'm nothing in me is an historian anymore. I'm, I'm a healer because that's what I'm always supposed to be. Like that's the true, true deepest calling for myself. And my beautiful ego is a little confused by this because I spent 16 years in college, but 
the deeper part of me is like, well, of course, this is always what I've been doing. Like every single aspect of me is connected with nature, connected with animals, understand their sentientness. Like, I know that that's what I, that's who and what I am at my core. And when I've allowed myself, how I've allowed myself to just let this come out has just been like this, the softening that you're talking about, this gentleness is like, what does my soul need to be the fullest expression of who it really is while in this divine body I get to live in? And it will guide me. My tongue has guided me off of so many foods. It's ridiculous. And so I know tongue has its own consciousness. Oh, yeah. It's all coming together. All yeah. It. It's amazing. You know, and it's quite impressive, you know, Erica, what, you know, a lot of people in your position that have spent thousands of dollars on education. They've invested a lot of time and energy. I spent three years in a university and I could only handle three years. And I was like, done. Good for you. The only reason why I went to a university is because I had a, a full ride uh, football scholarship. So they were just paying cool. for my school. And, you know, I was still kind of in the people pleasing mode with my parents mm -hmm. and coaches and peers. Right. But, you know, I, I you know, I've, I've spoken to a lot of intellectual doctors, intellectual yeah. PhDs, right? people mm -hmm. that are very sophisticated and very intellectually. Mm -hmm. And from my experience, these are the most difficult and most challenging people to kind of get mm -hmm. to because they've invested so much programming mm -hmm. in their textbooks with yep. their money, with their time and energy. And then you come around and you want to start teaching them something that's holistic and natural and organic. Yeah. And something a little bit more internal and emotional. And it just throws them off. Yeah. It throws them off because they're very science-based. They're very mathematical, oh, yeah. very analytical. Mm -hmm. You know, they're very scientific, which we need these people because, right. well, you know, and, and, and to be frank, like, you know, when you get on the emotional spiritual path, the science is, is always there. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like you, like you embrace this, the scientific methods, you embrace the intellectual process, the logical and rational, but like, it's not overbearing. Like there's a balance right. between it, right. between both of them. Right. Oh yeah. And yeah. So I, you know, I, I just give you a lot of credit because uh, mm -hmm. there's just a lot of people not in your position willing to do what you're willing to do to kind of, you know, start all over and kind of subtle. <laughs> my soul is not subtle no i i know because there's a part of me is like okay so july i just started like this is what my calling is and seeing how that's shifted me so much since july it's like well of course and it feels so natural because that's who i am mm -hmm. when i my last year of grad school i gained 100 pounds and my mantra was, I'm not paying the student loans back without a degree. That's not a really good, <laughs> that's not a good motivation. But that's, that's what kept me in school. Because mm -hmm. I didn't want to have to pay back the loans without getting the degree. But like, I just ballooned because I was so stressed. Mm -hmm. And the day after I defended my dissertation, I went kayaking for five hours because I had to get outside. 
got sunburn and like just <laughs> sunstroke and everything. But I was like, because that's what my soul needed. Like it didn't care about the academia. It cared about how am I connecting with what really is important to me. But I didn't know that because I was programmed. And then to be in all reality, like you're still a historian. Like yeah. you're just doing it in a different way. Right. You're, you're, you know what I'm saying? You're learning in a different way. You're learning, mm -hmm. you're learning truths that have been around since the beginning of time. Mm -hmm. But now you're learning a little bit more absolute truths. Right. And you know what I'm saying? Instead of truths that could be easily misrepresented from different storytelling, from different mm -hmm. backgrounds and cultures and different time periods. And, you know, it's, you know, it goes from one year to another year to a thousand years. And then the story has changed into a textbook. Is, is this really true? Is this really true? It's like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, you're getting, you're getting your information now from a higher intelligence from within mm -hmm. because you're doing the work. Right. And, uh, and yeah, so in all reality, you know, everyone that does the internal work becomes like an historian and learns yeah. the truth of how things really operate and function the framework of it all and yeah uh, so well and and the beautiful thing about where we are in this time of consciousness is that because so much is going on we're being given the opportunity more than even like five years ago to really step into that inquiry and that's what it feels like to me it's like it's it's it felt like it was good before, but now it feels like you kind of have to. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. And so and, often and it's playing a big part. Yeah. Like, um, you know, the shifts that are taking place right now, millions of people all across the world are awakening. Millions of people all across the world right now feels like Jason did 10 years ago in their anger because yeah. there's levels of emotional progression. Mm -hmm. You know, they're awakening to the corruption and the lies mm -hmm. and the manipulation and the illusions that were taught to them their entire life. Yeah. And I that's what's know. happening. A lot of millions of people are being rocked right now. Yeah. You know, they took that red pill from the matrix. They took that red pill they and they're like, no going back. Right. And so now, and, and it's up for, let's, it's, it's up for like people like you and I that are, going to be their soft gentle siblings their brothers mm -hmm. and sisters and be like hey it's it's okay yeah. we're gonna hug it out we're gonna teach you what you should and shouldn't be doing you know and you know it might be it might be a little bit more of stressful for us because we were kind of like the first frontiers of the beginning journey of this awakening mm -hmm. process mm -hmm. and it's just it's just going to get easier and easier for each yeah. generation that comes along which is beautiful which is absolutely amazing yeah um because it is, but right now it is bumpy and, and I just oh, have so much compassion. Mm. So, so one of the things that I know is helping me and you introduced me to this was um, the micro, uh, the biomedic that Purium mm -hmm. has. And I want to just briefly touch on that because I think it's a, such that specifically is like going to help millions of people because of the gliophosate. Yes. So let's let's touch on glossophate real quick. Yeah. Gl Thank you. I can't. Glossophate, <laughs> um, 
Glyphosate is a chemical. It's a horrible chemical that's um, that uh, Monsanto created. Monsanto is a billion-dollar company um, that created Roundup, and um, and they created a, a particular chemical called glyphosate, and they literally spray it in your produce. And um, a lot of these chemicals, a lot of our, our produce, a lot of people think that our produce, even organic produce in grocery stores, they think it's like 100% healthy and that's not the truth. Um, most of these organic farms are located to inorganic farms. And when you, know, you have these big, huge companies, these big, huge food monopolies spraying chemicals like herbicides and pesticides and a, a chemical called glossophate, on these inorganic farms, of course, the natural elements of air is going to take that to the organic farms and you're going to have residue on your organic produce. Okay. But not just that, glossophate is being sprayed in our airs. It's being put in our cans, in our processed foods, in our cereal boxes. It's put in everything. And the truth is a lot of these chemicals are not even labeled in your ingredients. That's how much power and corruption is. Now, there's no, nothing to be afraid of. If you are afraid, that's an emotion that you need to feel through so you can get that fear out. But it's nothing to be afraid of because you are your own creator and you can create paradise in your own heaven in this physical world. But it is good to be, um, to, to be um, well aware of what's happening so you can make choices to separate with you know toxicity and poisons that you don't want to put in your body and so this particular chemical and a lot of them too it's just not glossophate but like heavy metals and glossophate like and even included like radiation well we'll talk about with we'll, we'll stay with glossophate so glossophate yeah. is is stored in your microbiome now for me this brain is phenomenal up here right but this brain is super important and it's your gut. Mm -hmm. It's your gut brain. Now, if your gut brain is not um, working at its optimum levels, what happens is, is when you start taking live nutrition and when you want to start like eating better or eating more raw fruits and vegetables, like organic fruits and vegetables, your body can't absorb those nutrients because your microbiome is off. Mm -hmm. Right. So you're, you're, you have a, a certain, you have bloodstream, you have a bloodstream and it's, it needs, this bloodstream needs to be flowed with nutrition so it can reach your internal organs to reach optimal energy. And when this particular glossophate is destroying the bacteria in your gut, it destroys your microbiome flora. And if it's destroying these particular layers in your stomach, you're not going to get the right amount of communication and energy throughout your body. And if you're not getting the right amount of energy and communication throughout the body, then that's when certain energy points like in like kidneys or heart or lungs, right? If you're depleting that of energy of nutrition, then that's when things start failing. And that's when you start creating certain diseases, illnesses, and sicknesses. So with, some of the superfoods that I take with a company called Perium, which, which in my opinion is by far the greatest superfoods company in the world, by far. Um, there's a particular product called Biomedic. And this, um, Perium has done scientific research 
showing through multiple individuals that this particular herb and root that we take just destroys um, glossophate mm -hmm. and helps us break it down through our pores, through our urine system and through our feces. And so the more you break down these chemicals and poisons in our gut, and then you start taking in live nutrition, live energy, live light codes, live living foods, real food, then the body can distribute more nutrition, vitamins, enzymes, minerals throughout the body to sustain more of a dynamic, vibrant lifestyle. Yeah, it's, it's like I've, I've felt, I've been taking it for three weeks now, almost three weeks. And it's subtle, mm -hmm. but it's obvious. Like I can tell what my body is saying. Okay, you can eat this. Don't eat that. I'm not right. interested in that anymore because that like even, and I'm the protein shake I was taking is organic or was or it, it, it the brand is organic and i still like the brand but i couldn't eat their protein bars about a month ago my stomach was just like ah. and then after my last fast it was like my stomach bloated really badly and i was like what's going on body because you don't usually bloat and it was like don't do that shake anymore because that shake is just not aligned for you and i've been having shakes for breakfast every day for about four years so Okay, we'll be just adapting that now. Um, because that most likely has glyphosate. I can't say it. That glossophate. Glossophate. Yeah. It probably has glossophate in it because my body's just like, no, you're not eating it anymore. So I'm really curious to see as I keep going. And on the even if it doesn't have glossophate, it has something that your body's rejecting. Yeah. Or potentially, um, you know, when, when you're going through a detox, your body goes through many different adjustments, many, many different adjustments, like everything from migraines to fatigue to body aches to mm -hmm. even bloating, you know, um, all kinds of things like sniffling. Even you might get a runny nose like because your body is detoxifying. Yeah. Now, what I tell people is like you're, you don't need to eat a lot. Like right. uh, I, I, did I just tell you I have no, I've had no food and no water for four days and I'm, mm -hmm. I'm feeling pretty good. I just That's got amazing. done doing an hour exercise in my bathroom because I can't go outside right now because it's too cold. Right. So like you can still gain muscle weight. You can still look physically good and have a lot of energy and sleep incredibly well. Um, but you don't need to overdo it. We've been trained to overdo everything. Even with superfoods or diet or nutrition or even spirituality, even with meditation, mm -hmm. we have these, you know, we have this mindset of like, we need to, we need to overdo everything and exceed everything. Mm -hmm. In all reality, you just, you, you, you don't even want to do it in moderation. You just break it down. And like, for me, I take, not, once I start getting back on the shakes again, I'll probably do a, maybe a shake every couple of days. You know, um, you know, I still take my superfoods, but for me and my body and where it's taken me, like I'm getting most of my nutrition through nature, through my breath, through the sun, the moon and the air that I breathe.
through this through the energy of nature through the bottom of my feet and my hands so that you know that could be exactly what's happening to you erica mm-hmm. you know your body is going through changes and transformations yeah. where you know rejecting certain things but ultimately you always want to follow your intuitive feeling mm-hmm. where it's guiding you yeah and and always take people's counsel and advice but what your body is consciousness mm-hmm. right your entire body is consciousness but in all reality this entire infinite space-time reality is consciousness and you're connected to it all so it's just it gets it gets bigger and expands bigger and like you see lights different and sounds different your meditations get deeper your prayer gets deeper your connection gets deeper like it expands so like instead of being stuck in this space you're stuck in the infinite space and then that's where the magic is that's where the magic is and then that's where that's why you have people called breatharianism people living for many years with no water and food where do they get their energy well first of all they've changed first of all they've done a lot of internal work they've done a lot of they've changed their belief systems they've done a lot of emotional processing they did baby steps to finally get to their get to their belief and to a feeling like they could sustain a, a healthy living lifestyle off the energy from nature and in my personal opinion that's well not my opinion but that's how i feel that's where i'm kind of slowly kind of grabbing mm. as well is going on that more on that path based on mm-hmm. and and i couldn't have gotten there right. without cleaning the gut right right i've have gotten there right you know so it's just it's 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 in these stages of like we're in these kindergarten stages of spirituality development Mm-hmm. And um, that's and you basically kind of just go through the process. You're enjoying the moment. You're enjoying learning. You're having fun. Sometimes you feel like shit, but once you get through it, like you're just you're on cloud nine again, and you're just like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going through it again. I'm having fun. Like you're in a state of wonderment every moment of your life. You're in a state of appreciation in every moment of your life because you know it's all in collaboration and communication to work for you in your own benefit and then you're out of the victim mode and you know that oh my god everyone and everything is on my team working for me instead of going against me based on the programs that were taught to us as kids the government's against me people are against me my family's against me you know corporations are against me they're all against me those were all programs instilled in us to play the victim role so we become obedient slaves to an unloving matrix system that we were born into. Mm-hmm. Mm. So beautiful, Jason. Mm. Thank you. You're amazing. Oh. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you one final question. Yeah. The question is how do people find you? Oh, by my first and last name, Jason Mangan. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on YouTube. You can find me on Instagram. Um, you can find me on MeWe. Um, yeah, you don't, you know, I don't have my own website or anything, but yeah, find me there. Um, you know, I'm a nutritional specialist, um, but my my main my main love in life is I'm a divine soul emotional life coach. So I implement you know, as a holistic healer, I implement superfoods 
in my teachings. I also implement plant medicines like ayahuasca and other plant medicines like San Pedro and peyote. I have a peyote ceremony, which is, if you don't know what peyote is, peyote is um, um, a particular plant medicine that revolves around Native Americans that I've never done before. Um, I've done nine ayahuasca ceremonies in the past, so I'm very curious to do this ceremony at the end yeah. of this month. That's beautiful. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm really, really excited. It's intense. Doing yeah. medicines are super, super intense, but yeah. that's just part of my own spiritual development. And I love to learn and I love to expand. Yeah. My I love to grow in love and I love to grow in truth. And I've noticed the more plant medicines I've done, um, it's helped me become a better discerner mm. of what's happening in the physical world and what's also happening in non-physical worlds. And, and to be, to, before I leave, um, this is really an important key factor. Most mm. of the influence that is happening in this physical dimension is coming from other people that used to live in this earth dimension that have their own belief systems, opinions, and assumptions, mm. their own emotional injuries, they have no desire to grow in love. They have no desire to grow in truth. They have no desire to heal themselves. And what they've, what they've done is they have attached themselves to this particular earth plane. And that's why we have unloving governments. That's why we have unloving wow. medical care systems, um, schooling systems, corporations, technology systems, you name it. That's why we have, that's why we were built in unloving system is from, that's where the major influence comes. So the biggest battle, the biggest war is not the war that is in third world countries. I'm not justifying anything. That's completely mm. wrong. Yeah. But the biggest war is, is the war upon your soul. That's the biggest mm -hmm. war. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. I know. And the lighter you get, the more sensitive you become to the, yep. the energies that aren't really interested in you evolving. Yep. But you can love them anyways. Yep. And it's, it's the same thing with the people on here. Um, yep. You grow in compassion with them and you become a stronger medium. And you have, then you have the ability to communicate with them and say, hey, guys, you're messing up. <laughs> like, it's, it's time to, like, let go of me. Like, yeah. your, pow like your powers don't work any longer. Like, mm -hmm. let's, let's grow together. Like, I understand yeah. you're hurting. And some yeah. of them will, you know, some of them will say, hey, J you know, hey, Jason, I want help. And some of them walk away and they find another individual or mm -hmm. another group or another organization and they negatively influence them to, to harm themselves and other people. Yeah. That's the truth. Thank you so much. For oh, thank you. And your time. I'm so blessed to so know blessed you and to have you on this episode. Thank you, thank so, you much. so much. I appreciate it. Can you help me redefine truth? Preservation of our soul shine. I can feel it yours and mine. Close your eyes and witness it inside. In your bones, you will know. Trust and let go. And let it flow.